Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaVariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Voice America welcomes you to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Now, here's the host and CEO of BR Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. Good morning, everybody, and happy Thursday. Before I introduce our guest today, um, who I've really grown to admire and like, um, I want to just tell everybody why I'm a little low energy. Um, I didn't get to bed till very late last night because... Um, my firm handled a very nice VIP industry premiere for a movie called Greedy Lying Bastards. And although the title is a little tough, um, the filmmakers felt that it was really important to get people attracted to it. And I was very nervous about this screening last night because President Obama was in town and it was smack right in the middle of the time of this party. So took a lot of stress out of me, but everything went fine. Daryl Hannah is the executive producer of the film, and she was charming and lovely. And now I think that we're going to sell it really soon. So sorry for that little um, sidebar, but I wanted to tell everybody why um, I'm just kind of tired. So welcome to the show, Jeremy. Hey, Cindy. Great, great to be here. It's really great to have you. Um, I wanted to tell my listeners that, you know, you are the guy who can explain to people or give them a little bit of an explanation of understanding basic digital marketing. Um, I'm sure a lot of people are tired of hearing people say, well, I can't really explain that. And I think that what you do is you explain it in very, very simple terms, and um, you really get it and you get how it works for small businesses. Um, I think that you could really help the listeners today at least understand how to generate leads through Internet marketing. Um, You put together a very nice um, marketing kit that you have sent my way, and it's very um, easy to understand, and I can understand why people would want to call you up and have you handle their Internet marketing needs. So, um, you know, we'll talk a lot about that today. Um, And I think, I guess, you have a lot of fun being a principal at Bop Design down in San Diego. I do. We started uh, Bop Design. It was my wife and I started about three and a half years ago. Uh, Kara Jensen, who's my wife, serves as the creative director 
and I do most of the, the business development. And over the last three and a half years, we've uh, tripled our revenue, uh, actually from 2010 to 2011, and we're growing, uh, you know, going full speed ahead. Uh, we actually have three full-time employees besides Kara and I now. Uh, so, yeah, no, we're very, uh, you know, we've uh, gone down the entrepreneurial path, and, uh, you know, it's exciting but stressful at the same time. Well, as it is for all of us, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's exciting but stressful for sure. But um, tell us about a little bit about the history of Bot Design and, you know, why you felt that, you know, you'd be great at doing this along with your wife. There was sure. a passion, obviously. Sure, yes. Yeah. So uh, my background is primarily sales and business development. And, you know, I was, you know, working at, you know, various organizations from the University of California to a creative agency. And in every sales organization I've been at, uh, most of the time there's a major disconnect between sales and marketing. Um, so, you know, the sales department looks at marketing like they're a bunch of creative folks that have no clue, you know, what drives revenue. And the marketing folks look at the salespeople like they're a bunch of used car dealers uh, that, you know, are kind of slimy and sticky and, you know, uh, are just really about just uh, money. And, you know, we started Bop Design where we wanted to, first off, remind people the true objective of marketing, which is lead generation and lead nurturing. So, you know, first off, identifying who your ideal client is and then determining marketing tactics that help generate ideal customer leads for the sales department and then giving the salespeople uh, lead nurturing tools to nurture that lead from a general inquiry to a closed business deal. And, uh, you know, the one, one other thing, too, when not only with the sales and marketing and trying to connect those together, uh, we identified that many professional and business services firms seem underserved by the advertising and marketing community. Uh, you know, most advertising agencies really try to go after uh, consumer brands or big businesses, and we felt with the small, medium-sized professional services firms like engineering firms, environmental consulting firms, law firms, accounting firms, uh, they didn't really have many people to turn to. They typically have to go to, you know, if they wanted their website designed, have to go to one freelancer and then find a copywriter, you know, freelance copywriter. And, it, you know, it was very disjointed. And, you know, a, a traditional ad agency was typically out of their budget range. So, uh, you know, our motto is uh, ad agency quality for small business budgets. Uh, so, you know, we really try to, to serve the small, medium-sized professional and business services firms. Well, there's definitely, there was definitely a vacuum in that area because I remember there was a day where advertising was really um, not a possibility for small businesses because the big firms were all commission-generated and wanted their $10 million accounts. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, so what, you know, what options did that lead for people who... <laughs> you know, might have only had, you know, a $30,000 marketing budget. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and you look at, um, you know, with digital marketing, it's, it's the great equalizer. Um, it really allows small businesses to compete with large businesses 
partly because there's a lot more analytics. You can actually see, uh, you know, with a digital ad campaign, who's clicking on your website, who's converting through in terms of either contacting you for a sales conversation or filling out a form for more resources. Um, it's a great way. I mean, before, you know, if you wanted to advertise with traditional media, uh, you know, with print advertising or broadcast, I mean, you'd need major budgets to do that. And, you know, you'd be advertising, you know, even if you're advertising to a market like San Diego, Orange County, or L.A., 95% of the people that you're reaching are probably not your ideal customer. Uh, meanwhile, in the digital ad space, you can be very targeted with the people you're going after. So hopefully about 95% of the people that are actually seeing your ad or seeing your messaging are your ideal customers. So it's a great way to efficiently allocate uh, your marketing dollar. Yeah, it is. I love the Internet because of how business-friendly it is and accessible and affordable for, you know, the small to medium-sized business. It's, um, you know, I grew up in an age where I didn't, as a traditional marketer, I didn't necessarily always have the benefits that the Internet has to offer today. So, you know, when I see what it has to offer and compare it to what we had to do as marketers pre-2.0 boom, it just, it's just astounding. I mean, it's astounding, but it makes, you, it makes that person so much better and aggressive at marketing because they knew how to do it when it was harder. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's funny. There's that famous saying in marketing that, hey, I know 50% of my marketing's working. I just wish I knew which 50%. Um, now that saying is pretty obsolete, especially in the digital world where, hey, you know what's working. If you're actually looking at your analytics, uh, you know, looking at all the, the various metrics you have, you can actually see what's working and what's not. Oh, it's, it's really true. And, again, it's pretty, you know, if a person wants to do a quick analysis, Google Analytics is very easy to understand. Um, and even on Facebook, you know, it gives you pretty sophisticated, pretty-looking analytics, right? Yeah, no, it's not just, you know, a spreadsheet anymore. It's very, uh, you know, user-friendly. Uh, and, you know, pretty much any non-technical person can go into analytics, start looking at not only who's visiting their website, what area of the country. A lot of times you can even see what company they're coming from, what pages they're viewing. And, you know, the big thing on the search engine optimization front is not only starting to rank high for keywords, because you actually see in your analytics which keywords people were searching for that got them to your site. But then once you get them on the website, you want to make sure you have what we call conversion tools. Uh, you know, typically those are white papers or guides, something that's going to prompt a lead. You know, really your website's a gateway to new customers, so you get them to the website. The last thing you want is for them to, you know, browse around for 10 to 12 pages, but you not knowing who they are and not allowing your sales team to follow up. So what you want is, you know, some sort of premium resource there or offer that's enticing enough for them to complete a form, uh, you know, basically just fill out their name and their contact information to access it. And it's a great way to start generating those leads off the website. So it's kind of a twofold process. 
And the great thing is with the analytics is you have not only you can see how people are coming to your site and their behavior on the site, but then also looking at, you know, basically tracking your conversions and, you know, which offers are, are enticing, which, more, which ones are more alluring to your visitors. You no, know, and you do that very well on the BOP design site as well. You have tip sheets and all kinds of, you know, nice, nice little goodies to give away to keep your potential customer and customer engaged. We're going to have to take a commercial break right now, but you're going to have uh, two or three more segments. So um, we're going to get deeper and talk about specifics like email marketing campaigns. So. I want everybody to stand by. Don't go away because Jeremy Durant from Bop Design is going to give us some really good tips. Find out which guests are being featured this week. Read our network press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts. Go to iradioblog.com today. Powered by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, product launches, parties, media training. At VR Public Relations, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, crisis management, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio shows. VR Public Relations gets the job done, whether it's an intimate party or a huge film festival. In fact, you've probably seen our work in the New York Times, on the evening news, CNN, and the morning shows. Now, it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of VR Public Relations. Visit us online at www.vrpublicrelations.com or call 1-818-783-3307. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows. VR Public Relations. We do it all. www.vrpublicrelations.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. If you have a question or comment, call in at 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to the show. Here's Cindy Rakowitz. We're back, and we're talking to marketing design expert, digital marketing expert Jeremy Durant from Bop Design. That's www.bopdesign.com. Um, you know, Jeremy, a lot of people you know, will ask the question, what is an email marketing campaign? Um, And, of course, I'm going to have you define that and um, what works and what doesn't work because a lot of people, you know, think that you could just send out spammy sort of stuff and they don't understand how badly they're turning people off. And also sometimes some of the complaints that I hear um, is that, you get you you get a lot of sort of junk email where you don't know um, who you're sending to, but you also get a lot of returned email from people that don't want spam. Um, how do you how, how do you blanket it so that people want to receive what you're sending them? 
I mean, it's, you know, kind of marketing 101 where you're working back from your target market and what interests them. I think a big mistake a lot of companies make is their email newsletter is corporate propaganda. Uh, You know, it's about, oh, the clients they signed, the new office they've moved into. And I think people need to realize when they're generating content for their email newsletter, every one of those recipients is only going to read it if there's something in it for them. Um, So you really got to give, you know, people sometimes are very closely guarded with the information, the expertise they have. You really got to give away 25% of your expertise for free. Um, And if you really are doing that and practicing thought leadership, people, as long as it's the right, uh, you know, target audience you're going after, um, you know, most of the time you will get a much higher open rate. Uh, you won't have many people unsubscribing. Uh, also, you want to make sure that anyone who is receiving your email newsletter has opted in. Um, there actually are spam laws out there that you, you want to make sure you're not taking a list that you've bought and sending out an email newsletter to them because that's just going to upset people. And then, you know, hopefully... You know, you may even get a, you know, hopefully you don't get a complaint out of that. So really... Well, you, yeah, no, I mean, I just want to kind of emphasize that point, though. Yes. Here's what I think is wrong about it. And, you know, I come more from a public relations marketing background, but certainly understand basic marketing. But so many people don't ask you to opt in. Yes. Um, so many people will send you, even if it's a newsletter... And I just think that it's sort of intrusive if they didn't ask you, would you like to receive my newsletter or would you like to receive more newsletters or at least try to give, make the reader or the end user feel that they were a part of the process. Yep. So I mean, in a lot of the email marketing programs, there is a way as you're putting a list together that even if somebody's given you their business card or even maybe verbally agreed, you know, let's say at a networking event to, to receive your newsletter, to just have one final uh, approval process. So sending out an email beforehand, hey, if you'd like to receive uh, this email newsletter, please opt in, please click here. So, you know, it's good to have all those because the last thing you want is all of a sudden you're, you know, basically ticking off uh, people that you're meeting um, and you're really undermining all your other networking efforts because you're adding these people to an email newsletter list that they don't want to be on. I'm so glad to hear you say that, Jeremy. And, you know, that is why I have to tell you I'm very impressed by your digital marketing savvy because there are so many advisors out there that are telling their people to email campaign crazy. I mean, you know, without giving it quality thought. And you seem to give quality a lot of thought. I mean, you're thinking quantity, but you don't seem to recommend doing anything that doesn't have, you know, sort of upscale, respectable business tactics attached yeah. to it. Yeah, and I mean, I also look at the time, uh, you know, basically the time frames. I mean, I would, we typically advise any of our clients the most you should do an email newsletter is monthly. Many of our clients do it bi-monthly or quarterly. Um, and, you know, even if you are getting some that are just deleting it immediately because maybe they have too many emails in their inbox, it's still a reminder 
uh, to that prospect that you're there, and hopefully it's a branding tool of, oh, yeah, that's right, Bob Design does website, website design, email marketing. Um, you know, it really just reminds people, even if they're just deleting it, that you're around. No, exactly. I think that, and, you know, that's important to do. Other people are using social media tools a lot. To do that, the downside about only using social media tools is you're not really leading them right back to your website where your business is so easily. True. I mean, there are ways. You know, you can actually have a lot of your content even up on uh, your Facebook uh, company page. Uh, So you can actually have, you know, for instance, on the Bop Design Facebook page, we have a lot of our sample work. And, of course, there is the... Uh, the you know the web address URL there that somebody can click on to go back to the website, um, but there are people you know once again that are on Facebook a lot or LinkedIn a lot uh, that actually you know really all even with the email newsletter and the blogging it's all about really repurposing this content and distributing it through different platforms. Uh, so when you know you write a blog, you get it on your email newsletter, you repurpose it as an email newsletter article, and then also repurpose a lot of the, the thought leadership content on your social media platforms. Um, so it's a great way because a lot of times your social media followers are different than your email recipients and are different than the people that are actually coming to your website for the first time and reading one of your blogs. So, um, yeah, there is, it is tough because you're not driving people right to the website, but typically with social media, they're warmer leads anyway, or they're actually already customers. If you've already uh, connected with them, um, you know, and they're actually following you, it's good that they're actually, it's it's a warmer uh, relationship than, you know, just a cold visit to the website. Um, You know what? Your philosophies blow me away because, you know, you think the way that I think, but a lot of people don't. Yeah, I mean, there are people that I I think that there's, you know, advertisers out there that still think, hey, it's all about, you know, repeat, repeat, repeat with, you know, the same messaging, you know, you know, do it as many times as possible. And the problem is in in the digital environment, it is all opt-in. It's not just a monologue. It's a dialogue. And people can just turn off whenever they want. And, you know, you got to really be careful about that. And I think it's that you know, the old traditional advertising approach of, hey, you know, let's just run this ad as many times as possible on as many publications as possible, and as many, uh, you know, channels as possible. And that just doesn't work anymore with, with, you know, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. People have opted in that you actually have a, a relationship with them. It's not just anonymous viewers out uh, you know, out there, it really is about having not a monologue but a dialogue with people and making sure that the, the content is quality because a lot of these people you're going to hear from, you're going to run into, um, and, you know, the world is flat now. It's not like even if you've never met someone face-to-face, you know, you may actually have a pretty strong social media relationship with them. I mean, plenty of our clients, uh, you know, we've met through social media, through our website. We've actually never met in person. They're in Florida or Connecticut or Seattle. Uh, but you've got to remember just because they're, you know, you've you never met them face-to-face that they are, you know, prospects that you really want to nurture along to actually be a customer. So um, I think people think because, some, you know, social media is anonymous and it's not, you really got to make sure you're not alienating your followers. 
No, I, I agree with you, and they're the most valuable leads you can have because they're engaged and dedicated to you. So, I mean, I always call it the living role, you know, the living Rolodex, <laughs> since Rolodex, you know, became somewhat extinct, except if it's an online digital directory. But, um, you know, in pre-digital times, we would pound the pavement. And I grew up in New York City in the advertising and entertainment business. And you would literally pound the pavement. And you would walk in the streets and you would hope to see people so you could say, hey, you know, send me that letter of agreement, will ya? I mean, that's how business was done in New York City because it's such a pedestrian city. Um, and, you know, it's, instead of pounding the pavements, you're really pounding your keyboard and putting that kind of energy in digital communications is the same thing as seeing somebody on Fifth Avenue and saying, hey, send me the engagement letter. <laughs> yeah, no, and it's amazing when you look at, you know, with the pounding the pavement versus pounding the keyboard. I mean, I, I just think to myself, I can't even imagine trying to reach, you know, let's say, you know, think of the cost of sending out a newsletter you know, just by mail and, and the time and effort into that or pounding the pavement and actually meeting with, you know, 10 different clients in a day, you know, versus now where, oh, hey, we have a conference call, we have a go-to-meeting, um, or, you know, hey, you know what, I want to build relationships with 500 followers. Um, you know, it's, it's amazing how much more efficient, and, and, you know, digital marketing makes certain things much more efficient and less time-consuming. I mean, the problem is everyone's doing it, so everyone, you know, you've really got to step up your game. But you do. Um, it's you amazing do. how, you know, with the pounding the pavement, of, you know, the time and the resources, the energy that that would take versus in the digital marketing world where how many more people you can, can hit in a shorter amount of time. Absolutely. I, um, we have to come to an end of this segment, Jeremy, but I have you on for a couple of more. I want to talk to you a little bit more about social media and tools and blogging and, you know, all of that kind of stuff so that we could share some information with people. And um, I hope you're having a good time on the show so far. I am. No, I, I, I'm loving it. Okay. I'm glad you're loving it. So don't go away with the guest who's loving it, Jeremy Durant, principal at Bop Design. Stand by. <laughs> Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, product launches, parties, media training. At VR Public Relations, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, crisis management, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio shows. VR Public Relations gets the job done, whether it's an intimate party or a huge film festival. In fact, you've probably seen our work in the New York Times, on the evening news, CNN, and the morning shows. Now, it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of VR Public Relations. Visit us online at www.vrpublicrelations.com or call 1-818-783-3307. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows. VR Public Relations. We do it all. www.vrpublicrelations.com. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. Pop 
free advice from crisis communications guru Cindy Rakowitz now. Call 866-472-5788. Let's get back to Stars of PR. Here's the host and CEO of PR Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. We're back and we are talking about digital marketing with a real pro, um, Jeremy Durant. Um, he is a principal at Bop Design, www.bopdesign.com. I want to encourage everybody to, you know, click into that website because everything that Jeremy is talking about on this show is demonstrated beautifully on his website. In earlier segments, we discussed that it's nice to have some information that is, you know, sort of premium information, something that people will want to download so that you can, you know, magnetize them to your site so that they can engage and pull down information and spend more time with it, maybe give their contact information and the landing page. And um, Bop Design Site really pulls you in. It's very... Um, easy to read. It's very organized. It's the website of today rather than the bulky ones of yesterday. And anybody that has a bulky website, that means very, very heavy um, content, hard to find information, information that's not cataloged yet, really should reconsider, you know, um, redevelopment of their website and, um, you know, how things are changing more for the mobile market rather than, you know, the desktop market. And things have to be fast and information has to be accessible. Right, Jeremy? That's correct. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, as you know, one thing I always uh, feel some SEO experts forget about is, you know, they're very, they're so focused on ranking for those keyword phrases to drive the right people to the website. But if you're not, if the website's too bulky, it's too hard to find information. There's no offers on the website. Doesn't really matter. You could be driving ideal customers there all day, and you know you're not converting anyone. It's not actually serving as that lead generation tool. So you know people they're going to get frustrated because they can't find something, or maybe they're just not that excited because there's not really any relevant information there, uh, and they'll just bounce off. So you know that the website really needs to be. I think a lot of people think a website's just a static deal where hey, I put my website up and that's it. No, you need to be you know, constantly blogging or hiring a content creation firm to interview you to keep blogging because it needs to be that living, breathing resource center that people come to periodically because a lot of times it's going to take two to three website visits till someone actually picks up the phone and gives your business a call. So uh, you really got to make sure you're constantly updating and making sure people can find the information they're looking for within two clicks. Right, and um, that takes a lot of work, and yes, you can hire somebody that's going to do it for you, but, you know, if you need to do this without much of a budget, you still have to. (laughs) Yeah, and, you know, the great thing is there are less expensive ways if you're starting out uh, with your first website. I mean, there are... You know, they, they don't give you as much of the, the bang for the buck with the SEO or with the autonomy of, you know, what you can do with the design. But there are template websites out there that are sometimes good starter websites to, to go with before you take, you know, you go to your second generation website 
where it is more custom. But yeah, no, it's not. You know, compared to a storefront where you're looking, you know, at tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars to open up one uh, store, you could have an e-commerce store up uh, within a day and and not allocate uh, that much money compared to a to a brick and mortar store. Oh, exactly right. I mean, you could. The internet really has become your, you know, your mall. Um, and I'm not just talking about, you know, retail. It's become your services mall. Yeah, no, it's it's amazing uh, that, you know, most people now, uh, you know, I even think of, you know, looking at, you know, say someone buys a car and, you know, they're, or they're thinking about buying a car. And, you know, one of the first things they're going to do you know, it used to be, you know, imagine if you just had to find people that already bought that car in your neighborhood and you wanted to ask them, you know, about it. It would take days to even find people that even had that car. The great thing now is as that, uh, you know, the web with, you know, the resources there that are there, you can tap into social media, web searches, reviews. Uh, there's just so much you can gain from, from a website uh, just, you know, to make a purchasing decision. So it is really that uh, you know, a, a, a social network that you can tap into to find, you know, to make a decision on, uh, you know, a house you want to buy, to a car you want to buy, to a restaurant you want to go to. You know, it's immediate. And then you have Twitter that it's like with the tweet ups, it's like, where do you want to go at 2 o'clock today? Yeah. No, it's it's amazing. And it's, it's, it's uh, you know, it's great, too, because, you know, you can – it's a great way to meet new people, you know, foster new business uh, relationships um, that, you know, you know, could not happen or would take much more time to happen uh, even, you know, 15 years ago. Oh, that's exactly right. I, another thing that impresses me about Bob Design, Jeremy, is, you know, the fact that you're not only, I mean, you are on top of the page when you put in, you know, Bob Design Obviously, and Bob Design comes up, you know, when you type in the name Jeremy. I mean, so you're very optimized, and that's very obvious. You always want to see, you know, your name come up as the first thing that comes up in Google. You know, otherwise you're doing something wrong, right? So obviously you're doing it right. Um, But I was very impressed by the fact that um, Bob Design had a Wikipedia page because that really reinforces credibility and not so many people, you know, have the wisdom or, you know, understand the, you know, community rules of Wikipedia and the community having to allow you to be there based on your link um, credibility. Mm-hmm. And you went the extra mile to figure that out. You want to talk about Wikipedia for a little bit? Yeah, so, you know, Wikipedia, like many other external websites, is, is really an SEO tactic. I mean, so when you have search engines value when authoritative websites like Wikipedia are linking to you, um, you know, so basically they go, oh, with this site, if the New York Times has run an article on you and you have a link pointing back to Bob Design, oh, that must be an authoritative website, and that needs to rank high for a particular keyword. It's the same idea with, with Wikipedia. I mean, Wikipedia is one of the you know, top 20 most uh, traffic websites in the world. 
Um, so having your, you know, a presence on there, I mean, keep in mind, though, you have to go through all the steps of, you know, making sure you're linking to other credible uh, articles on Wikipedia uh, and you're updating with also external uh, articles uh, outside of Wikipedia, you know, like we have some uh, San Diego Union Tribune on there, you know, v- various news articles that have featured us, and that allows us to stay up there. Uh, but, yeah, you need to be careful. You can't just go on there and have some corporate propaganda because most of the time you'll get tagged and then actually be brought down. So you need to make sure you're linking internally with other Wikipedia articles and externally uh, with other authoritative uh, news websites. Yeah, it's a very interesting process, and I'm finding that a lot of people really don't understand it. Well, people who are not yet... Um, you know, early adopters to the web community, um, they they don't really quite understand that you need all of that, ex- those external links and internal links um, to so that the wiki community understands why they're you know posted because you just can't get posted with a picture <laughs> and a profile. Yeah, no, it's no. I mean, it's and they're very strict there of what what gets up there. So you got to, you know, it all comes back to content again. If you're if you're generating quality content, typically you will get cited. If you're distributing it the right way, you will get cited on authoritative websites, and then from there, you can take that content and use that as a citation uh, on your Wikipedia page. Um, I mean, that's really what drives it. Um, and, it, you know, really, if you start, I always tell people, start with your blog. If you can blog regularly, uh, you know, with content that people are interested in, you know, you repurpose that content for PR channels. So, you know, using even a Newswire uh, service like PR Web, repurpose those as press releases. You'll get run on many online media channels that will help with building those authoritative websites. Um, and then taking those authoritative websites and using those as, uh, as you know, citations on the Wikipedia uh, website. Yeah, and um, I, I think that it's terrific that, that you're there. And isn't it interesting, Jeremy, that you're in the marketing field and when you actually look at the marketing professionals who have Wikipedia pages, they don't have the savvy yet enough to have done it? <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, uh, well, I mean, we, you know, you look at, and there's still need for traditional marketing. I mean, definitely, there's still, you know, pe- you know, people that need to do that. But there are people that have been in the marketing field, you know, let's say 30, 40 years, and there has been such a sea change over the last 15 years where it isn't all just about pounding the pavement anymore or repeat, repeat, repeat on, tra- you know, traditional media and, you know, in monologues and, you know, basically just having a commercial that just talks to you and you don't get to talk back, um, you know, people, it's taken some time for certain, uh, you know, marketing strategist ad agencies to really get into social media, to search engine optimization, to email marketing. Um, you know, it's taken them some time, and they have been kind of lagging behind of, you know, certain companies that were built immediately to embrace, uh, you know, the digital sphere. So, um, yeah, no, it is, it is sometimes surprising to me. I mean, I will see, you know, design agencies that, you know, do website design, and they're actually really good designers, but the problem is that 
they, they don't have a holistic approach. It's okay, you have this website, but you know, a website is like a billboard in a desert. If you don't have an SEO, social media, email strategy, driving the right eyeballs to, to the website. No, you are so absolutely right. And the, a lot of people who have designed their websites four or five years ago don't understand how a lot of those designs became so antiquated and how, you know, it has to be chained and it has to be streamlined. So I'm giving you a big commercial, Jeremy, um, about the importance of people talking to somebody like you whose firm also does web development because it's, um, you know, you know how to do it and then you know how to, well, you know how to develop it, but then you know how to take it through um, to maintain it and to market it. And um, my my recommendation is, you know, develop your website with the marketer that's also going to maintain it for you because there is a hand-in-hand situation there. A lot of people think, well, you know, you could develop the site and then I'll have somebody else to maintain it. And that's doable, of course, but it's so much better if the person that, you know, developed the site and knows where all the back-end parts of the site are, you know, it might be a little easier and have a better success rate if that person optimizes, don't you think? Yes, and I strongly recommend for any, especially any small, medium-sized business, to select a website design firm that uh, designs websites with a content management system on the back end. Uh, so basically what that allows is once the website's built, uh, you'll actually receive, you know, if you're a Bob Design client, uh, you'd actually receive a custom manual where you, you know, once the website's up, any non-technical person can add a page, add a photo, uh, actually do some SEO tactics on their own if they, you know, if they have the time, um, you know, basically alter their website without being tied to a web developer. Right, um, and I, I want to talk about that in our last segment, and we're coming to the end of this. Um, so let's talk about opportunities for self-optimization in the last segment so that people understand that a little bit more. And you've been a great guest, Jeremy full of information. Again, I hope you're having a great time on the show, but don't go away. I want to talk to you a little bit more in our last segment after this last commercial break. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, product launches, parties, media training. At VR Public Relations, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, crisis management, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio shows. VR Public Relations gets the job done, whether it's an intimate party or a huge film festival. In fact, you've probably seen our work in the New York Times, on the evening news, CNN, and the morning shows. Now, it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of VR Public Relations. Visit us online at www.vrpublicrelations.com. 
or call 1-818-783-3307. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows, VR Public Relations. We do it all. www.vrpublicrelations.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Cindy Rakowitz has won more awards than she can hang on her wall, including three Clios. Call in now at 1-866-472-5788 and you can have one. Okay, maybe not, but she will answer your questions. Back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. We're in our last segment and we're talking about digital marketing for small business. Um, we have Jeremy Durant, who's the principal with Bop Design, www.bopdesign.com. In our last segment, Jeremy, we were talking about web development, um, how I felt that it's really a good idea to have the person who's developing your website stay on with you to, you know, be the mother to the baby or the mm-hmm. father to the baby um, and constantly feed it. Um, it's a live or it's a it's it's a live organism and it has to be taken care of or it's going to get very sick. Um, so, you know what? You're very flexible and building easy to use platforms for your clients and users so that they could do a lot of updating on their own. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, basically once the website's built, they can take it and run with it. Um, And they can, you know, in terms of from an SEO perspective, I mean, really what you're doing, um, you know, with SEO tactics is really guessing the algorithm of Google, Yahoo, Bing, which makes up like 99.9% of the search engine market, uh, guessing what they value. And, you know, really at the end of the day, the number one thing is going to be content. Content is king. And the more content you have, obviously, there's going to be more keyword density there. Um, you know, you're actually, you know, most of the time, if you write content on your website, um, you know, if you're writing a blog, typically content, if you're doing ongoing content creation, a lot of it is blog entries. Most of the time, the keywords that you want to rank for are coming out in those blog entries anyway. It's, it's you know, if you specialize in PR or uh, financial advising, you know, and you're, you're in a specific area of the country, most of those keywords, you want to keep them in mind as you're writing those blog entries, most of those will naturally come out because that's your specialty area. So, you know, that's the, what we call the on-page optimization. So you have on-page, which is generating keyword-rich content, and then also on the back end, and this is what's great with, with uh, a WordPress content management system specifically, is you have uh, various SEO plugins that will look at the content on your page and then tag it appropriately with, with the metadata because basically you want to have metadata is basically telling a search engine which, what each page is about. So you want to make sure the metadata that you have is matching the, the, the uh, information on the page. So there are plugins already available that will save you a lot of time and a lot of money um, and, you know, get you – you know, it's not perfect. You know, you can, you know, with an SEO firm, you can really get it to 100%, but you'll get at, you know, 75 to 80% with no extra cost, um, you know, just with some of those plugins. And then once 
you have the website up and, you know, you don't want it to grow stale and you are blogging, uh, repurposing those blogs as many places as possible. I mean, there's also uh, uh, article directories out there such as eHow, Articles Base, uh, you know, various, you know, you can type into Google the top 100 article directories uh, out there that you can actually repurpose much of your blog content and even get them out there on those article directories because if you're there, those sites have a lot of traffic, typically are in, you know, the top 25,000 websites in the world. Um, having a link pointing back to your website from one of those top websites will help with with SEO. So it's all very content-driven, um, you know, once you get that website up. And the great thing with the content management system is much of it you can do on your own. Or if you're, you know, it's a bandwidth issue, simply have a content generator, um, you know, like a PR firm or a uh, marketing firm, you know, essentially interview you uh, once a month and then take the content out of that interview and repurpose it for all the various uh, digital and traditional channels. Yeah, no, and well, sometimes with traditional channels, particularly, I mean, there's so many of them. I always say, you know, getting traditional press articles are sometimes hard, particularly if you're with, you know, a global mainstream, you know, news organization like the New York Times. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes people can't understand why there are such gatekeepers that. You know, these traditional news outlets, but there are plenty of other news outlets today, out there today, that are a lot more accessible to small business people who want to have tra- traditional press recognition. Yep, yeah, and, you know, and really, you know, that there's always still a need for, uh, you know, there's people that are like, I'm just going all digital and I'm, you know, just doing the web, and there's still. You know, it needs to be a multi-pronged approach. It can't just be digital tactics. There needs to be the traditional tactics there. And, you know, with a PR agency, um, you know, hiring a traditional PR agency that has fostered relationships not only with the New York Times of the world, but those small, you know, community business journals, um, that will really help you get, uh, uh, you know, more ink. I mean, there's still people, I mean, there's still plenty of people that are, re- you know, read the paper every day, in print versus online, so you want to make sure you're going after all segments of your market, and you know, their, and keep in mind their preferences on how uh, they receive advertising and actually process information. No, exactly right. It's um, you know, control control your messages and create a lot of them so that they can be repurposed or proliferated. And, uh, you know, you could do a lot of that yourself if you're working somebody with Jer- like Jeremy who's sympathetic as a web developer to the concept of small business clients optimizing and marketing themselves. I mean, it's, it really works. I mean, all you have to do is do some of this stuff and then Google yourself and see how the rankings get listed. Yeah, and it's really, you know, it's not even, you know, you want to make sure at the very least, of course, in any vanity search from you're searching your company or your your name that you're showing up high. But the real uh, key is looking at what your ideal customer is searching for on the web, 
uh, what keywords they classify your services as, and making sure that you're, you're rising up the ranks for those. So, you know, for instance, Bop Design, we work a lot in Southern California. I mean, we have clients everywhere, but one keyword that we definitely want to rank high for is San Diego Web Design or San Diego Website Design. Um, you know, those type of keywords you want to rank high for because you want to, that's a great way, you know, people don't know of Bop Design yet, and then all of a sudden they, they, they type in a particular need, and then you get to the website, and then hopefully from there convert. So, you know, step one is obviously ranking up for those vanity searches, uh, making sure you're up there at the top, but then after that, the particular services that you're targeting. And making sure a lot of people have this mistake of, you know, they think they're classified a certain way, or they think people look for them with a particular keyword, and then we'll run a report, and it's like, okay, there's only that, you know, that keyword's only searched for 30 times a month in the whole world. And they thought it was searched, uh, you know, a thousand times. So making sure there is enough searches going on for a particular keyword. And then also, you know, to talk into your current clients and see how they classify uh, your business, you know, your best clients and go, okay, wh- what do you think of us as? If you were searching on the web looking for our services, what is the keyword that you would type in? Right. Now, I think that you've given my listeners such excellent advice, and we really appreciate it. We're coming to the end of the segment. I bet you it went very fast for you, huh? Yeah, it was great. No, I, I, I you know, love talking about this stuff, and uh, I appreciate the time. No, well, we appreciate the time. And just so you know, Jeremy, um, over the next 24 hours, usually on Fridays following my Thursday show, the kind folks at Voice America post um, the MP3, the podcast, um, and you can go into Voice America's site, www.voiceamerica.com, and you could search Cindy Rakowitz. And on the upper right-hand side, generally there's the calendar with all of the shows, and um, soon your show will turn into a coming soon to a bookmark or a share or download now. So you're welcome to it. It's our gift because you were a terrific guest. Thank you. Okay. Well, everybody, have a great weekend. Next week I will be having um, a journalist from Technorati, 6 million viewers Technorati has. So he will talk about some of his public figure interviews and celebrity interviews and why Technorati succeeded with as many users as they have. So make sure to tune in next week, and everybody have a terrific weekend. Thank you for listening to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Please come back next Thursday and every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern for more insider information on the world of public relations with Cindy Rakowitz on Stars of PR. See you next week. I am an American Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 